Welcome to Changing Suits. We're your hosts, Val and Taj, discussing the latest news, views, and general life for us Western Asians. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Changing underscore Suits, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hi, welcome to Changing Suits. My name's Val. And my name's Taj. This week on Wednesday, I don't know if some of you lucky listeners realised that it was National Stress Awareness Day. And so we decided to take advantage and talk about ourselves because there's nothing more that we like than talking about ourselves, do we, Taj? No, I can't disagree with that. It's true. Why not? Everyone loves it. Right, yeah. and we've and we've got a platform, and people actually want to hear us talking about ourselves. So uh, why won't we do it, right? Agreed. So but do you know, wait, before we do get started, did you say what we were talking about? By the way, you did stress. Yeah, well, I mentioned that it's National Stress Day, but I didn't say today we are going to be talking about stress. Go on. Oh, okay. So it said. So I didn't realize that it was National Stress Day until it was pointed out. Now, do you think it's a good idea that we've got a day for national stress or do you think we're just labelling things here, there and everywhere? Just Well, there seems to be a national day for everything. Yeah. I mean, um, I was looking at my calendar. So our lovely um, volunteer, Himmet, actually uh, made us a calendar up of all the awareness days and this, that and the other. And um, literally in that week of the 14th, there's like three different awareness days. So I'm like, I mean... And but people you think aren't even people aren't but, even aware of this though. The irony. Ah, uh, yes, too much irony. <laughs> but do you think the people that are stressed will be aware of st- National Stress Day? I can answer that myself. No, because I get highly stressed, and I didn't know it was National Stress Day until him pointed it out. Basically. Hmm. So what should we do? Should we scrap National Stress Day? No, I. It's got us to talk about it today. Do you think it should be a national holiday? From work. The whole year would be off. It's true. That is a very good point. Okay. So, yeah, you're right. It's got us to talk about stress because otherwise we don't like talking about it too much. That's not true. We do talk about it a lot. The main point of our podcast tends to always rally around mental health, right? What, yeah. does, what does stress mean to you, Taj? At the moment, I can say I am at a stressful point because I'm juggling too many balls. Um, and... I'm at a point in my life where I have realised that, right, this is pushing me too much to the edge, as you, I don't know if that's the right terms. But I'm, I'm on like, the edge, the edge, the edge, the edge. You don't know who that's by, do you? No, I don't listen to... I'm on the edge. New old uh, Western music. I probably know if it's an old school. It's Lady Gaga. Um, whatever. But I don't know the next word of that um, song. I always this isn't it. this isn't about Lady Gaga. No, but it's funny. You know, always says edge. I always and he's got to the point where he sings it to me now because he knows that like, the next thing is I'm on the edge. But I don't Do know I the next word. I don't care. Sorry, go on, carry on. Yeah, go for it. Anyway, so basically, for me, yeah, the stress is juggling too many things: the kids, the house, two jobs. We can say. Um, and then the added, this sad bit, you know when socks don't pair up in the morning <laughs> when you need to send the kids to school or for yourself? That's what causes me stress. I'm on the edge of glory. That's the end of the thing. Do you think so it's I'm... stressful when someone doesn't listen to what you're saying? Yeah. 
because I'm in like a deep, deep conversation. You know what? Talking about lyrics. Hold on, hold on. If you were to ask me what you've just said, I'd do what Suk says. He would repeat the last few words that you've just regurgitating. (laughs) That isn't listening. Listen, there's two levels of listening. You hate it when your socks don't peer up. Now carry on from there. But you haven't taken that in. I, I, this have, what I, my mean, I find it really annoying my... when the so- socks do not peer up. The annoying thing is I'd bloody do the folding of the thingy and I get blamed for the fact that the pe- the socks aren't peered up. Like you what be- what causes you stress? And do you get stressed? <laughs> or is that a silly question because everyone gets stressed to a certain level? Everyone gets stressed. I mean, I think you know better than most people. Oh, God, do I ever. What I'm like when I'm stressed. Well, all the family are like, do not phone her now. Just avoid her. If she talks to you, just answer yes or no. Just don't look in. Don't look into her eyes. (laughs) That's pretty much it. I mean, I phone my brother and just we decide whether it's time, good time to call or not. Um, But there was a a couple of months ago where you were going through a really stressful time, which was understandable because she was selling uh, your business and it was really stressful. So we avoided you like the plague. Yeah, no, it's true. And I'm the kind of person. Okay, let me just explain this to you. Right. And I don't think I've explained it. So why not explain it on a podcast where everyone else is listening? So you also as the listeners, if you bump into me, you will also understand how to react to me if I'm stressed. Okay, (laughs) go for it. So the reason I don't want to talk to you when I'm highly stressed, and I was a few months back, um, highly stressed, because of what I was going through with crazy people. Um, and I hope those crazy people are listening as well because they are bloody crazy. But anyway, I've realized people can stress you out because they're so stupid. Anyway, um, the reason I didn't want to talk to you about it is because I have to explain the whole situation and I can't do that. So I'd be talking to Sook about everything. And I have to say he was not that I'm going to tell him this, but he was really good. Like he was actually trying to help me by <laughs> the fact that you're saying he was actually isn't that meant no, to no. be what a partner does no I know but I do credit him and I don't credit him very often in front of people anyway not even to him I mean in my own head I do credit him I'm I was like, gonna oh, say do you secretly yeah in my head but um he was taking on because I was so stressed out with what was going on he would take on things like things for example you know don't worry about the dinner we'll sort it out don't worry about the dishes I'll do them and it will it will get done and that was just so helpful and I did really appreciate it. I I do appreciate it even now and I think through that stressful situation the fact that he helped I realized I don't think I should divorce him because he's very helpful <laughs> oh was that on the card but the fact that you said things like making dinner. by the way no no sorry that was never on the cards I'm just saying he's very helpful and in stressful in hard situations that's when you know what someone's like you're just worried the in-laws are listening anyway <laughs> so basically again you pointed out things like everyday things cooking the meal or cleaning up or whatever they were the little things that piled up to cause the stress like just like the minor thing that I spoke about was socks although it seemed like a minor thing it's a build-up of the little things that build up the big things. And there's a whole load, in so much going on in your head. And you're like, I can't handle this. But it's the thing is, much. when you're at that point, and I was thinking about this a little while ago, actually. So, like I said, like we've realised, a few months ago, I was very stressed. And, you know, luckily we weren't recording any podcasts because we were away. It was during summer. So the people that were causing stress should know who they are. Um, <laughs> but when the kids... I don't know if kids just have this intuition 
where they know when a parent is highly stressed. And what kids do at that point is stress you out even more, right? <laughs> to the point, and I was at this point, to the point where, you know when they say the end of your tether? I actually yeah. got to that, where I'm like, I give up. You just t- eat all the chocolate you want, scream as much as you want, I'm going to go lock myself in the bathroom so I'm not <laughs> with you. Um, because kids do that. They know how to push you off the edge, not even on the edge. Don't start singing the song. Yeah, I won't. But where you said, you know, where, um, you know, where it's to the end, I think we're only pushed as far as we can go. And we can always deal with the situation. And if you can't, there's only two ways. Either you, yeah, you can always deal with it. Whatever stress has been put in your life is there, I, I genuinely believe is because you can deal with it. But do you think that's true? Because a lot of mental health issues happen because you can't deal with it. Anxiety, it's coming out. Sometimes, I mean, I suffer from anxiety and I don't think that I'm stressed, but subconsciously something's going on for me to get to that point. Yeah, but it's about identifying what that stressor is, isn't it? I mean, for me, it was what I was going through so I decided to sell the business and now all of a sudden you ask the question am I stressed right now I'm living my best life mate no I'm not as stressed as I used to be so what is your stressor identify it that's the first thing you need to do right no I agree but sometimes and then quit no joking (laughs) but sometimes it's not the case of that you might be for example in a work situation where you got pressures of I don't know delivering reports on a certain deadline you can't run away from it but then what's causing that stress as in you've worked right up to the de- deadline? Is that one of the things in which case organisation might work? I mean, Google Calendar. I t- see, I hate it when management say that, organisation, because in this day and age, people are worked beyond the actual hours. I agree with that. I mean, there was a case in uh, the paper about a lady that came back from maternity leave. Yeah, she I was on that. part-time hours, yeah. but she was made to work full-time hours. And that happened a lot. Just even for full-time people, they made to... But did you see the compensation she got? And I was like, well, that shows how much you lot gave a, gave a shit. They only gave her £60,000 for the fact that they were driving her crazy. Like, Morrison's just saying it's Morrison. <laughs> But the thing is, it's funny because any management would be like, no, we're not. We'll help you with the mental health thing. Yeah. Uh, we've got supportive workshops here. We've got a phone line. But yet it's not all the way to the top. They're not supporting you all the way to the top because not everyone believes in supporting with mental health, although it's out there for a lot of companies. But is it genuinely believed by every single person in the company? I do not think so. Yeah, but... It's not believed in the systems. Let's be fair. Mental health is a buzzword. We know that, right? You know, you say mental health and everyone will back off and people use that to their advantage as well. But let's be fair. The systems are not created in a way they give a shit about your mental health. It's true. People could be going through the worst thing. They could be having the biggest breakdowns. They will be making bad decisions because of this. But the systems will not consider the fact that you have had a mental health breakdown. But saying that, say from the other point of view, right, say you're this one person, you've had this breakdown, uh, you decide to take leave off work, right? What about the people that are left? 
I'm not saying that it's wrong for you to take sick leave. I'm not saying that at all. But you, you're the other people left behind and you're picking up the pieces of the one employee that's meant to do the job. What about their mental health as well? Because yeah, I think a... that gets dismissed as in, all right, this person's off, which, yep, 100%, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be off. But what about that consideration of, oh, my God, you're giving extra workload to other people as well? But then as an employer, what else can you do? You're, uh, every, and it's going to get worse, right? The cost of living is going to push companies and people and the public sector and the private sector to its limits. I mean, it's something that was in the newspaper today, right? What else can management do? Employ more people? You don't have the money to do that. What do you do? Well, you cut down on the certain, I think there are certain procedures you can cut down on rather than keep piling up the work. If we actually went to the bare bones of what a business needs, I bet there are things that can be cut out. But it's not being, people aren't willing to cut those things down. Obviously, I can't speak for every business. But I bet if, for example, there were 100 people in a company and it went down to, I don't know, 50, those 100 people will be obviously doing the job of 100 people. But can those 50 people do the job of the 100 people? Hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But then it's about efficiency, isn't it? But then every, every system and don't get me wrong, every system can always be made more efficient. And I'm not saying that those 50 people can do the job of the 100 people, but there are going to be systems within that that can help. I mean, technology is moving on. You know, automation that saves you a lot of, you know, when you forget your password, that saves another hour there. But we say <laughs> right. that, but I don't think the everyday businesses are up to that level that we see in the newspapers, in the media. Oh, there's robots for this, that, the other. Certain the, public, businesses... the public sector definitely isn't, right? No, definitely not. Do you think that they should be spending less money on, I don't know, what is the royal, what... the royal family? <laughs> definitely. And spending on people that do actually need it. Okay, all right, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to us because... Um, like I said at the start, we like talking about us. Why talk about management, right? So basically, the other thing about stress is it can trigger off other things. For example, illnesses, health issues. And if we don't deal with them at the right time, then, yeah, we can cause, it may cause a long-term health condition. So I, I think for us, it was a point of uh, a couple of weeks back, we were like, okay, we need time out. And we decided we're going to stop recording for a little while. We're just going to spend time, go back to our parents, make our mum and dad run around us and just sit <laughs> on the sofa. Yep. Don't you just love those times? But I think quite a lot of Asian, uh, South Asian girls do that, where they go back to their parents' house and the parents just wait on them hand and foot. And you see a lot of South Asian women say that. Yeah. No, it's true. But, um, yeah, no, it's true. Like... Uh, I've some of my friends we always have a laugh about this oh I've gone back and sat on the sofa I mean we do it but why is that I mean is that because we're just so used to our Asian parents I was going to say our parents running after us or is it because we're so stressed at our current location because we have to wash the dishes put the bins out da, 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 that we no just matter how much we say it there is the inequalities going on where the woman's running around doing all the housework a majority of it in a majority of households and you just need that breather. 
and time out. So you expect your mum to do it instead, who's still running around anyway, usually. <laughs> I know yeah. that's not the case in a lot of flat houses, but anyway. Okay, so in regards to the fact that, you know, you said about illness and stress. I mean, I know for a fact that with dad, he's always been pro-work. Don't don't worry about anything. Be pro-work, pro-pro-pro, you've got to work, da 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 which we've discussed before on this on this podcast. But even he is now at the stage of, if it's stressing you out too much, chill out. Now, that has obviously come from our family situation, illnesses and people getting to that stage where it's like, what is it worth it? And it's an interesting one because obviously being Asian, he, his mentality has changed very much over the years. What do you think about that? Is it? Do you think it's more awareness or do you think it's family uh, situations that have done it? Well, I know in my situation, the reason I did what I needed to do is because I was like, well, it's not worth my mental health. It's not worth me not being happy. It actually comes down to that. It's not even the mental health. It's I, I'm just not happy. Do you think COVID done it where it made us reevaluate life? Before you answer that, I'm going to say people are more busier now than they were before. We thought we were going to pause and we were going to enjoy our life and do the baking and do the yoga. It's double. I feel people just don't have time for each other. Yeah, but the thing is, I think it's exactly the same as was it, what it was before. Um, you know, you remember for a little while and then it's back to life, right? And that's it's, even after COVID. Yeah, we had a bit of chill out time, which was shocking for us all. But and it's pretty laughable that, you know, the skies were literally clear and, oh, my God, yeah, we shouldn't be using our car so, uh, so much. COVID went down, restrictions went out the window and we're back to where we were. We have very short-term memories regardless of the benefits, right? It's true. Um, so what do you think we should do to help our well-being? The usual stuff, right? We know what we should be doing, whether we're doing it or not is another thing. We all know we should be eating healthy. We all know we should be doing exercise, do a bit of yoga, spend some time relaxing. Do we do it? Do you know something? The funny thing was, I was just looking at, I went to Boots actually, and there were some turmeric pills and they were really expensive. Turmeric pills. Haldi pills. Turmeric. Yeah. And Turmeric. Turmeric. Turmeric? Turmeric? I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Now I don't know how you say it. Yeah, turmeric. 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 Anyway. Haldi. Yeah. Haldi. And I'm like, yeah, you can get a whole packet for like not even a quarter of the price that you've paid, you know, for the pills. Yoga is something that was done quite a lot in the Eastern countries. Um, having like certain, you know, tea. But only have I found when the West, the white person, should I say, advertises it it's like selling what is it snow to the eskimos hmm. selling ice isn't it to the eskimos. it's ice you're right <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be fair it's the same concept that you're going for so fine fair enough but um i think that's pretty true we know what we should be doing but um, we're not doing it our forefathers our foremothers should i say as well used <laughs> to do it we had four mothers and forefathers <laughs> <laughs> I know the jokes. <laughs> Not funny at all. No. But they used to do it. They used to be very healthy where they were exercising, constantly moving around. 
but it's but the you... fact that automation has meant, meant we don't have to do it as much. We don't need to use our brain. We've got Google Maps. We don't need to remember our passwords because we get face recognition. We don't need to do this because... We're of not the... exercising our brain. It's like a muscle that we're not exercising. Yeah, but it's like the washing machine. You know, before the washing machine, you do it with your hands, which kept your arms and your muscles stronger, right? Whereas now you're leaving it to a machine to do it, which is why we're getting weaker and weaker. But then, so what have you done to help your mental health then? So, I took up jogging. I need to take it up a bit more. Um, I am, like I said, I'm in a better place than I was this time six months ago, um, as in mental health wise, happiness wise. And, you know, I might not have any money now, but we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Live on air. Yeah, that's it. But, um, you know, people are in different situations. I, I, like I said, I'm, I've been through whatever I've been through, and you know, some people don't have the luxury of just getting up and quitting, like I've pretty much done. Not that I'm saying I'm a quitter, but I am doing something I enjoy doing. We're doing this podcast. We're doing other projects. Which, you know, do you remember? I'm, I'm from a very corporate background, and I never used to realize this. And I said this to our sister-in-law last week, actually, when I was with her. You don't realize that values you know when like corporate companies say oh these are the values xyz and you'd sit there and be like okay whatever why do we have to sit through a presentation now when I went to a company which had no values um you realize (laughs) immoral company (laughs) well yeah not too far off they didn't align with my values and that made me really unhappy Mm. now with what I'm doing now I am making a difference in people's lives, I feel, um, and they feel, because I've been told that, um, I'm enjoying it because of that, because it aligns with my values. And that's really important for me. And I think as you get older, and this was something that we discussed on, I think it was on the menopause, um, one of those podcasts, actually. As you hit certain stages in your life, you reevaluate your life and see what's making you happy and what's not. And I found, personally, if it doesn't fit in with my values, that's what's causing me stress. That's interesting. Very yeah. interesting. So For all those corporate, uh, those corporate um, quotes, it, they matter. You just don't realise it at the time sometimes. For me, it's been a big thing that I go on about in every podcast is how much time I spend on social media. I've realised that is what has caused my root stress to be honest Mm -hmm. to the point of where my daughter was saying you need to put the phone down when we're reading to you so now I'm actually taking the advice of my 10 year old and not holding the phone while I'm spending time with them and it really has made a difference you don't realize I'm pre-preparing stuff for example folding putting the socks together um, <laughs> which is very important iron- apparently in your <laughs> it is in my life um having a whole weeks of uniform ironed um preparing our See? Social- organization our social- apparently organization has now flipped the other way and you actually agree with it your management yeah. was right so yeah and <laughs> having my social media posts lined up um it's really like okay do it do it do it rather than stressing every day to do it um it's but made do, a difference. But I do agree with technology. I mean, that was one of the biggest things. Every time my phone would ring, there was that anxiety of, okay, now I need to sort out a problem. Now I don't have that issue because uh, no one phones me. Um, but when it does, I know it's not a problem that I need to immediately sort out. And that's made a massive difference in my own mental health. I don't dread my phone ringing. 
So it's quite nice like that, I'd say. Okay, so as we come to the end of this podcast, what would you say has been your biggest awareness, I suppose, since we've um, had National Stress Awareness Day of what you need to change and what is stressing you out? I think I've pretty much gone over it, but um, basically prioritising and being organised has really helped me and having going out into the fresh air, it makes so much difference. I don't think you realise how much difference it makes. It's almost, I feel free when I go out, to be honest, probably because I've been I was stuck indoors shielding for, you know, the two years or whatever. It's mate. Yeah, it's it's really, freedom, freedom. Yeah, and it does feel like that. Um, yeah. And so I'm glad you ask my opinion on it. And my opinion is, <laughs> <laughs> if it don't make you happy, then why are you doing it? Okay. And on that point. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, changing underscore suits, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.